Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Gimel in Masechas Nadarim Mitten Ran. Andrew, welcome back. We missed you. Uh, the shock on your face when you realize we made it to Daf Gimel. We're three lines down on Gimel Bralaf. The reason is, I, I'm, I'm surmising and looking at the rest of the Masechta, uh, the Ran, it's the Nadarim Mitten Ran, is hooking us up. He's more verbose than Rashi. And so the pages of Gemara are smaller. And so. This is going to be a cakewalk, Andrew. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ibai Sema. Ibai Sema what? Another explanation. Another explanation for what? Okay, so let me, let me, let me um, fill you in. The, the Mishnah had the following idea. It said, Kol Kinuye Nadarim, basically, right? And, and the idea of the Mishnah is as follows. We know, as we said in yesterday's introduction, that... When a person makes a neder, it has, there's a chiddish, really, in the Torah, that, Andrew, your word is bond, okay? You say, and we talked about yesterday the difference between a neder and a shvua, so let's talk about nedarim, though. I say this bottle of Perrier is usher to me, okay? That bottle of Perrier is not mentioned in the Torah. There's no uh, non-kosher ingredients. The whole thing is completely kosher. I made something which is completely mutter to me, usher to me. Wow. Now, is there a formula for how you have to say it? So that in itself is interesting. In other words, if you just, um, if you just think it, okay, believe, as it were, so then that's not a nether. That wouldn't be binding. So the first chedesh is that there is a way to say it, that it is binding. So the first extreme is you don't say it at all. That's not a nether. That's not binding. If you say it in, in, with full expression, shame of machus, so to speak, so then of course it is binding. That's a neder. The chiddush of our mishnah is that even if you say it colloquially, I like to call it. That's kinuye, right? You say I don't want none of that perrier fizz on me. Whatever that you know, you say something that isn't exactly the way you're articulating exactly that you're making a neder that it's usher to you, but it gets the point across. That's called kinuye. That would still make it binding. That's, that's a further chiddush, if you will. Okay. And then, that is the chiddush of the Mishnah, and that's the din. That's how they express the halacha. And then the Gemara says, and let me give you, exa-, then the Mishnah, rather, says, let me give you examples. But the examples are not of the fact that colloquialisms work as in the Dharm, but rather that something called yados works as in the Dharm. Yados is different. Yados is a partial thought. So I say, Andrew, uh, and then the and then the Mishnah gives examples, right? Like neder alai, I, I I give like a half send, a partial thought, and even there we make an assumption, and we're going to work on what the source of this halacha is. Even there we make an assumption that we. This is where it gets interesting. That even though dvarim shabalev, when you don't articulate something, even though that does not count as a neder, once you've partially articulated the thought, we assume that we know what you meant and we sort of fill in the blanks for you. We fill in the rest of the thought for you and it is if you did articulate the full thought and so that even a partial expression of the neder does count as a neder. Okay, is this the rice of the We're going to see very, very shortly. But the, right, but the main halacha is that, as our Mishnah said, even if you do colloquial, what we call, that's kinuyim, or if you do yados, which is partial nether, it still counts as a nether. Now, where we left off was, we were talking about 
the structure of the Mishnah. The Mishnah has a funny structure. First, the Mishnah says Kinuyim as the Halacha, and then, as the example, it gives Yodos. So obviously, this is Chasurei Mechzerei, right? Something is missing. So what's missing? So we said, oh, what it really is supposed to be is telling you the Din of Kinuyim, and then the Din of Yodos, and then what's interesting in the structure is that first it should talk about Kinuyim, then it should talk about Yodos in terms of presenting the Din. Then when it gives the examples, it goes back to Yodos, which is really the second halacha that it presents, and it gives the examples for that second halacha first, and then it talks about kinuim, which is the first halacha, and it, so it works like its way backwards. And so the question is, why would it do it like that? So we gave examples of Mishnahis all through Shas yesterday, Andrew, where it sounded like maybe whenever you present a lot of halachos, like more than two, then you will give the examples in the order that you presented the halachos. But when you're only presenting two halachos, like in many examples that we brought on Shabbos, <coughs> and um, then very often you'll say, so for example, you could say, uh, a woman could walk out, remember we did the Hatzah halachos on Shabbos? So a woman can walk out with this, but she can't walk out with that. What's an example of what she can't walk out with? Blah, 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 blah. What's an example of what she can walk out with? And then it gives you a list. So it actually does that same structure in some Mishnahis, but then there's a lot, then there's all the Mishnahis actually in Shabbos where it doesn't go in that order. So where we left off was the Gemara was saying maybe it's just not arbitrary, but not really anything that you can um, pin down any uh, pattern to, any halacha to. Sometimes Chazal liked to uh, give the examples in the order that they gave the presented the halachas. Sometimes they like to do it out of order. Maybe that's the case. Or Vibar Seima. Or another reason you could say for the structure of the Mishnah is like this. Yodos, I did the Asin Midrasha, the Farsh Lahun Beresha. Aha. That, this is where we get into the Durbana the, Duraraisa. Then when it comes to the idea of a partial declaration, or a partial uh, right expression of the Neder, since that is Asin Midrasha, that is Duraraisa. Okay. But it is through a drusha midor raisa, which is to say, it's not obvious in the Torah that a part that a partial declaration It's not obvious in the Torah. Yodus is not obvious in the Torah, and therefore a farshlohon We see that all the time. We kind of saw that in the very beginning of brachos already, and we've been seeing it throughout. Chazal like the drushas, right? Whenever they have the drushas, they like to to address those first. So Yodos, to explain it, um, they wanted to address that first, and that's why they give the example of Yodos first. So the Gemara of Beresha. So therefore, if that's the case, so then you should teach that din first of Yodos. In other words, again, just going on the structure. Structure is first we explained Kinuyim, we said that that's the halacha, and then we gave the halacha, first we gave the halacha of Kinuyim, then the halacha of Yodos, then the example of Yodos. Well, why shouldn't the halacha of Yados come first? If we like the drasha so much, why is that reflected only in the examples, not in the presentation of the din in the Mishnah? So when I says, Miftach pasuk b'chinuyin do raisa b'reisha, v'adam refarish Yados to asin le midrasha. Really, that sounds like both the Yados and the kinuyim are midor raisa, but chinuyin do raisa is obvious. It's very self-evident that you could use any language, and we'll see why. <coughs> Excuse me. But if you read the Psukim, it's clear that what the Allah is by Kinuim. 
it's clear that a colloquial expression of the nether would work. And so, ironically, or I guess you could say ironically, <coughs> I think if something is obvious midoraisa, it would make sense to present that din first. However, when you're giving examples, that kind of works against it. Give, when you're giving examples, the fact that it's obvious midoraisa means maybe you would explain it second. So this is kind of like an interesting idea that, <coughs> again, that the kinuyim are more obvious midoraisa, which is why you would mention that halacha first. But yados are less obvious, so you'd mention that halacha second. But because it's less obvious, you would also explain what the halacha applications would be first. So you get kinuyim halacha, right? Yados halacha, then yados explanation of the examples, and then kinuyim explanation of the examples. Okay. So now the Gemara says, resume. Okay, so now the Gemara says, Okay, so now we, it turns out, there's a machlokas. Um, that machlokas is going to be already on Daf Yud. What's the machlokas about this, these colloquial terms? What, what do we mean by kinuim? That's the machlokas on Daf Yud. Do we mean, Andrew, a direct translation, like in a foreign language, Lashon Nachrim? Uh, or, or do we mean like actual, actual like nickname type made up words, what do you mean? What do I mean made up words? So uh, the Ran and the Rush explain that there was certain words, specifically the word Korban, as we'll see, in Daf Yud, like let this be like a carbon to me, <clears throat> where people are usually um, commonly used to saying carbon la Hashem. And so Chachamim changed the word. And you know how when you say in Kol Nidre or in Hatars Nadarim, Kol Nadarim Bekonamos, what's Konamos? So it's actually a made up word. You heard it here first. Isn't that interesting? It's a word that means like a korban, but the, they made up this word. Chazal made up the word because they don't want you to say the shame Hashem, right? And they don't want you to say the shame Hashem in vain, right? And therefore, these are made up words. And so when we say kinuyim, are we referring to all kinds of colloquial or different language expressions, anything that gets the point across? Or are we referring to the specific kinuyim of Chazal? The languages that they said. Well, what would be the what would be the difference? Well, if what we mean is anything that gets the the word across, well, so that we could see that it's obvious that it's equivalent terms. Because if you hold that, so then what that means is that the terms are actually equivalent, and therefore it's not so much of a chiddush to say that it works because all you're saying is that's equivalent terms. However, if you're saying Chazal derived words, so then that's kind of as much of a derabanan as to say, as yados, right? Because those are made up Chazal words. And therefore, it's kind of, again, it, the underpinnings are deraisa, but it's a derabanan as much as yados is a derabanan. And therefore, there'd be no reason to have precedence of one over the other. Oh, beautiful. So the Gemara says, oh, it's not a bad point. Let's concede that point. Maybe there isn't a reason to have yados after, after, um, uh, right after kinuim. 
to the further Gemara says, me ketani yados? Wait a minute. You know, we first said, again, when you look at our Mishnah, all you see is the din of kinuim and then the examples of yados. And we said, chasurim echsura, and we stuck the yados in after kinuim. And then we had a question, why is yados after kinuim? Well, wait a minute. If it's chasurim echsura, and you could stick your yados in anywhere, why don't we just like stop all the issues and stick the yados in before kinuim? And then everything will be consistent. The din of Yados will be before Kinuim, and the examples of Yados will be before Kinuim. Says the Mikatani Yados. Does the Mishnah actually give the din of Yados? It doesn't. It doesn't teach us that halacha. Didn't you say that it was Chasurim Mechsura? So, yeah, you did. And therefore, Akdim Namiutni Yados. Yeah, so if you're saying that the Mishnah is missing a piece, so put the missing piece in the right place, and then you won't be bothering me to ask me why the missing piece is in the wrong place. Just put it in the right place and solve all the problems. And then the Mishnah would read as follows, says the Gemara, call Yadus and Darim Kinadarim. Yadus first. That would be, instead, our, our parak, instead of be call, called, being called Kol Kinuye, would just be called Kol Yadus. And then, right, call Yadus and Darim Kinadarim, but Kol Kinuye and Darim Kinadarim. And then that which in our Mishnah appears as the first Halacha uh, would be the second, and everything would go smooth because everything would be in order. And then it would continue and say, as it does, right? It'll give the examples of the din of Yados first, just like it presented the din of Yados first. And then it would give examples of the kinuim, and then it would bring the kinuim of the rabbis, right? The different words that you could say. Instead of the nether, you could say konam, konach, and konas, right? All those other words. Uh, would be the second, the example of the, of the Kinoim. And therefore, that order would work. It's very nice. Now, of course, this is all within the, this is all within the halacha, as Ron explains, that you hold that the Kinoim are midurabanan, right? But if you hold that the Kinoim are midurabanan, that would certainly be, uh, an appropriate way to solve everything. We just put the chasurim extra in the proper order. Okay. So, Andrew, we've explained the structure and the order of the Mishnah. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the halachas and say, how do we know these halachas? Right? How do we know that a partial expression, not a full expression of Nadarim works? Says the Gemara. You're saying that Yados are obvious-ish uh, in, the, in, in the Torah. Where do we see that? Or at least, what's the, what's the drasha, I should say? It says the Gemara, Ish kiafli lindor neder nazir lahashem, nazir lahazir lahashem. Interesting. Two examples of double lashon. This is the classic pasuk, right, that we have to keep referring back to, right? Uh, it's one of them. Okay, this is in Bamidbar, Perik Vav, pasuk Beis, Daber al Bnei Israel, right? Teach them, Bamartalhem Ish o Isha, right? Obviously, this is the equal opportunity. Halacha of Nadarim, as we know, we're in Mesechah's Nadarim, which is in Seyed and Nashim. And as we will see, right, the woman, when it comes to Hafar's Nadarim, the father can be made for her nether when she's single, and then her husband can be made for her nether once she's married. We've already seen that in Ksubis. But be that as it may, right, Nazir Lahazir Lahashem. So we've already seen yesterday, there's a strong connection. Yesterday I felt like we were learning Mesechah's Nazir. Strong connection between Nazir and Nether. After all, a Nazir is a kind of a Nether in a way, right? Because after all, you're making a vow to be in a Nazir, to do, take on all the Anhagas of Nazir. So, says the Gemara, Vitanya, the Bryce explains what, what's going on in this Pasuk. Nazir la Hazir. 
We have a double language of Bliot Nazir. The reason why it said the double Lashon by Nazir Lehazir is to teach you that when it comes to becoming a Nazir, right, you could even say it in a colloquial, not exact formulaic way, and it would have the binding effect of a Nazir, right? When you take on a Nazir, now if he violated that Nazirus, there's real consequences. So that whole consequence-laden, right, obligation of Nazirus can be triggered with your mere words, okay? V'yadus Nazirus ki Nazirus. And the reason why it has a double Lashon is to teach you, one Nazir is to teach you that Kinuyim works, and that if you say it colloquially, you'd still have the obligations of Nazirus. And the other part is to teach you that Yadus works, and even a partial declaration of Nazirus works as Nazirus and obligates you as such. Now, says the Gemara, Ainli Elabi Nazirus. Well, that whole drush only has to do with Nazirus. How do we know that this would work not only in Nazirus, but also by Nadarim? So, Talmud Lomar, Ish Kiafli Lindor Nader, Nazir Lahazir Lahashem. So we have now the reasoning for why the entire Pasuk is structured as it is. It has the double language of Neder and the double language of Nazir. And the double language of Neder compares the Neder to Nazir. And just like we learned by Nazir that Kinuyim and Yadus works, that is where we learn that Kinuyim and Yadus works also by Nadarim. Says the Gemara, Makish Nazirus le Nadarim, that Nazirus is compared to Nadarim, and Nadarim le Nazirus, Nadarim is compared back to Nazirus. Ma Nazirus also by Yadus Nazirus ki Nazirus. Just like in Nazirus, you could use partial language and, and have to be obligated Nazirus. Af Nadarim, also by Yadus Nadarim ki Nadarim, so too Nadarim. When you say the Yados and the partial send, you still are obligated to fulfill that nether. So as we've said in this drasha, it's a reciprocal two-way street here, this drasha. And therefore, what we learn from the, from the Zerus is that Kinuim and Yados would work. What do you learn about Nazirus from the Dharm? Well, in the Dharm, you have the idea of Bal Yachel Ubal Te'acher. Bal Yachel means you have to fulfill it. Right? You can't just say, I'm going to do this and then not do it. That's a yachel. That's a desecration of that nether. And baal is a postponement. You can't delay the nether either. And so that would be true of Nazirus also. Nazirus, you can't just promise to be a Nazir and then not do it. And you can't promise that you're going to be a Nazir and then all of a sudden act like a non-Nazir and say, and, and like, you know, take it on when you're good and ready. You have to do it right away. Okay. Right, so just that true of Nadarim, Af Nazirus over Balyachel of Balteacher as we described. Right, you can't desecrate it and you can't postpone it. And furthermore, Umanadarim Ha'av Mefer Nidre Bito, Vibal Mefer Nidre Ishto, just like with Nadarim, as we've said, the father can undo the nether for his single daughter and the husband can make that, and then it, once that single daughter marries, the husband can be Mefer Hanadarim, Af Nazirus, Ha'av Mefer Nazirus Bito, Vibal Mefer Nazirus Ishto. I don't know if you knew this. A woman can also become a Nazir. And it has the same Malachas as Nadarim, where the father can undo that Nazirus. How this Hafaras Nadarim works is, is more for the end of our Masechta, Andrew. I know that you're going to ask me to explain it all now. The Gemara goes through it at the end of the Masechta. But the father can be made for the daughter's Nadarim when she's single, and then once she gets married, the husband can do so. Okay. Now, it's interesting. We're going to have to discuss... It's interesting that you learn Nazir to Nadarm, as we're going to see very, very soon, like immediately. Uh, it's true that Nazirus is a form of Nether, and therefore you might ask, why do we need all these drushes to teach you that 
that the halacha by Naziris is the same as the halacha by Nether. So I'll actually say this outside first so that when we read it inside, it'll make more sense. And I'll say it as follows, Andrew. When I promise or vow, right, when one makes a nether that they're going to be a nazir, and then they don't follow through. So the amazing thing is, and the Gemara will say this straight out, there's a lumdus here. Are you violating the nether by not following through, or are you violating the nazirus? Right? There's an irony here. You know, there is consequences to being a nazir who drinks wine. Right? You get, there's an isser. Now, wait a minute. The irony is that if I violate the nether, that means I undermine my nazirus. The very fact that I'm going to be punished as a nazir who drinks wine means that my nazirus is intact. Right? It's like, I mean, lahavdil, but just, just to illustrate the point, right? Um, a guy is Megayer, and then he's Bechal Shabbos, right? So what are you going to say? That it undermines his Geras? No. In other words, he's Bechal Shabbos, and he's Chayv Misa. You know, Rahman al-Tzlan. So, yeah, if he was a guy and he's Bechal Shabbos, he wouldn't be Chayv Misa. The fact that he was that he's Chayv Misa means that the Geras really took, right? So the violation is not necessarily of the vow to become a Nazir. The viol- right? It's true that you didn't fulfill all of the details of Nazirus once you became a Nazir, but it's a violation of your Naziris, right? The actual vow to become a Nazir took, right? That actually worked. And, and we know that it worked because now you're being punished for being a Nazir who does the wrong thing. But you're not being punished for violating the original oath. So that's a fascinating thing. And for that reason, it would make sense that it's not exactly the same and you'd have to learn one to the other. And the fact of the matter is that even as a Nazir, you take it on as if you've taken on this collection of oaths as the Gemara will say, on top of the Naziris, maybe just to violate it twice. So, now, the Gemara has another question now about the Hekish. You know, in the Hekish we said that Nazir is when we're going to learn Yodos and Kinuim, and then we're going to learn the Bal from Nadarim. Now, now, the Gemara wants to know now, why would the Kinuim and Yodos make sense by Nazir more so than by Nadarim? Why is the drush of Kinuim and Yodos by Nazir? It could just as equally apply to Nidarim. So I'll say this outside first also. Turns out that maybe that's true, but when it comes to Yodos and Kinuim, we have, uh, we have to distribute all the drushes equally. That's the point. Because there's certain things that are not going to apply to Naziris. So those things we learn by, by Nidarim. And then, and, then and then we use the drusha of the double, double Lashon, of both by Naziris and by Nidarim, to swap it back and forth to get the full complement of drushas. And that's what we're going to see inside right now. So, the Gemara says, why is Naziris, Maishnagavi Naziris, why is Naziris the source of Yados and Kinuim? Dechsev Nazir Lahazir. I mean, we said that it has the Lushan double language of Nazir Lahazir by Nazir, but however, Nadarim Nami Haksiv Lindarneda, right? Nadarim is also a double Lushan, and it's just as, uh, just as right, um, eligible a candidate for this double drusha of Yadus and Kinuin, the Lamali, right? So why are we saying in this backward scenic route way where we're learning the double Lashon of Naziris and then making a Hekish back to Nadarm? We could have just learned, mainlined it straight and learned it straight from Nadarm themselves, says the Gemara, Ekos of Nedar Lindor. If you only had the double Lashon by Nadarim, Kidechas of Nazir Lahazir, just like we, and we said that it's just like the double Lashon by Nazir, Kidech Amarat, then it would be like you said, lotzar hakeisha, 
right? We would not have needed the Hekish, that's true. However, So now we're saying like this. You have to look at the exact wording. Neder, Lindor Neder is not what the Torah says. Uh, right, yeah. In other words, <coughs> Lindor Neder is not what the Pasuk says, right? It says, oh yeah, it is. Ish o isha kiafli Lindor Neder. Okay. Lindor Neder is what the Pasuk says. Okay. Hashadukhsev Lindor Neder. That's what the Pasuk says. Okay. So what's wrong with that? Well, What's wrong with it is as follows. Lindor neder is how you would say it. Lindor neder. To make a neder. That's how you say it. The action of, right, the, the verb is lindor. So, and the noun is neder. So lindor neder. That's the normal way of saying it. Ironically, the fact that this is the normal way of saying it makes it ineligible for drusha. Wow. What do I mean? Well, like this. In other words, nazir lahazir doesn't make any sense. That's the Pasuk. The way the Pasuk says it is unwieldy. It's not the way normally people would say it. The equivalent by neder would be if we said um, neder lindor, right? Neder lindor would be like nazir lahazir, where you put the noun first and then you do the verb. Neder lindor doesn't make any sense. Nobody talks like that. Oh, So... I guess you could say ironically, the fact that nobody talks like that, if the Torah had said it like that, then we would know that we have the drasha by Nadarim. However, because there's Lindor Nether in the normal way, so now we don't know. Is this extra double language there in order to teach us a Limud? Or is it there because that's how the way people speak? It's just a normal way of expressing it. So whereas by Nazir, it's obvious that it's said in a backwards, weird way. So there, we can for sure make the drasha. However, by Nadarim, it's said in much a more normal way, and therefore we don't know if we can use that drasha. So that's, we see that inside. Lindor Neder. Now that the pasuk says Lindor Neder in the normal way, there are. We know that there's no letter in the Torah that is extraneous. However, sometimes, according to some opinions, as we'll see, the Torah just says it because that's the way people talk, and that's fine. In other words, is it to make a drasha? Is it to state an emphasis? Or is it basically just the way people talk? Right? Like, you don't have to say, we say, oh, I'm going to make an oath or I'm going to vow. So maybe I'll say Lindor Neda colloquially. What am I going to make an oath? Maybe I'll just say, I'll vow a vow. Okay? That could be why it says it that way and therefore it's not necessarily obvious that it's eligible for a drasha. Now the Gemara says, This idea that the Torah talks uh, or sometimes has expressions that are technically superfluous but are, but are expressed su- as, in such a way uh, because of the fact that that's the way people talk is in fact itself controversial. Some say, yes, but some say, no. Some say, no. The Torah will not have an extra word and it's not going to have, if, it's, if there, it does have an extra word, like Lindor Neder, it would only be in order to teach something. So the question is, if, according to that Manda Amr, that says that the double language must be teaching something, what does he do with this extra redundancy of Lindor Neder? Says the Gemara. Well, what he does then, in other words, right, you have the extra double expression. So what is this extra Lindor Neder teaching you? In other words, if it's not there to teach you that Yados, right, and Kinuyim work, so then it must be there to teach you something else. Says the Gemara, Darish Le Lasas Yodos Nadarim Kinadarim, Umakish Nizirus 
Linadarim. Aha. Well, if you hold, right, this idea of, of not the Torah always being redundant, if it's redundant, it's not because it's being colloquial, but it's because it's trying to teach you something, so then you, Taka would not learn. You, we're conceding now that we wouldn't learn Yodas Nadarim <coughs> from Nazirus. We would actually learn Yodas Nadarim from Nadarim. And then learn that back to Nazirus through the Hekish. Okay. So then wait, according to that, Nazir Lahazir, what, what are you going to learn from Nazir Lahazir? We just said that we learned both Yodas and Kinoim from Nazir and then connected it back to Nadir. But now you're telling me that what? That Kinuim is from Nazir and that Yados is from Nadarim? So then why do you need Nazir Lazir? What's the extra Nazir Lazir? Or maybe you're learning both, both uh, the Yados and the Kinuim directly from Nadarim? So what are you learning from Nazir Lazir? Says the Gemara, that you learn a different drasha. So again, according to the Manda Amr that says that the Torah, Lo Debra Kalashim Bnei Adam, there's an extra redundancy here, right? So you have to figure out, we don't, we don't need to make the hekesh as much. So now we have to figure out what is an extra thing that we're going to learn from the extra redundancy. So the Gemara, Darshle, he expands it as follows. Melamed, as we turn to Gimelamed Beis, Shehanezirus Chal Alhanezirus. A different extra din. What's that different? Halacha? That if you vow to be a Nazir twice, then guess what? We know that the typical term for Nazirus, as we will see, is Lamed Yom, right? 30 days. If you vow to be a Nazir twice, then you don't just superimpose them and do it for 30 days, but no, you have to serve two terms, as it were, right? And that is a chiddush, and that's what we learn from the extraneous nazir, according to that mandamer. Uh-huh. So, then, so then the question begs itself, if this is a lacha that everybody agrees to, that you serve two terms if you made two promises, so then where does the uh, mandamer, who holds that the Torah does speak colloquially, where do they learn that din from, says the Gemara. According to the Mandarma who says that the that that uh, Idor Neder is not superfluous, but Nazir Lazir Darish, Lasus Yudos Nazirus Kinazirus. So then you go back to our original um, explanation of what's going on, and you use the redundancy by Nazir to teach you that Yados Nazirus Kinazir, right? If that's you know, if you go back to that Mandarma, Shanazirus Chal Anazirus Minale. So how, where does that Mandarma learn that halacha of Nazirus? Being right, chal consecutively when you use that double vow. So says the Gemara. Well, first of all, this whole question of whether you could superimpose one azirus on another, or whether you have to say them sequentially, that itself is a machlokas. So if you're going to say that you actually don't end up chopping two terms for saying it, so then you don't have the problem because you don't learn that halacha. We don't believe in that halacha. But the problem is, but the question is, back to the, back to what we're saying. If you happen to hold, if you fall on the side of the machlokas that holds that a double expression of nazirus will lead you will, to a double term of nazirus, where do you learn that if you hold that the Torah speaks belashem adam? You don't have enough drushes in the psukim. So the Gemara, you do. Because name akral lizor. The puzzle could have just said, use the word lizor, but it did not use it. You got to know grammar for this, but it conjugated the word as follows. My lehazir. Lehazir, an extra hey, more, more than you need. Shemas minatarti. And therefore, as we see so often in these drushas, it's not just the number of words, but even the number of letters within the word 
is opening that word for extra drushas, and that's where that manda amar would get the drasha, that you get the consecutive terms. Wow. That's one possibility. Or, b'ma'arava amri, in Eretz Yisrael, they explain it differently. It says, is tana demavik l'liyadus min lindor neder. There is, in fact, a tana that will learn the yadus directly from lindor neder. That, as we said, is the tana that says, lo debratar kalashim b'nei adam. They see nidor neder, even though it's a normal expression of how people say it in the street, they still look at the double language and they expound on it. And, is tana demavik min so that, so according to, right, the Manda Amar, that Lo Dibra Lashon, Tarukh Lashon Bnei Adam, they're going to learn it from Lindor Neder. But where are we going to learn Yados from if you don't hold the Dibra Tarukh Lashon Bnei Adam? Rather, if you hold that Tarukh did speak Lashon Bnei Adam and you don't have, right, that extra expression, a separate source. What's the source? The is Tana Demapik Min. That's in Bamidbar Lamid Gimel, as we said. Ish kiyedor neder lahashem. When a person makes a neder, oh he shavashvua. So that's the pasuk we recorded yesterday. Neder and shvua. The sorry is on the show. The chiddush that that becomes binding. Lo yachel dvaro. You cannot go back on your word. Kechol hayotzemi piviase. There's a drasha. We already know from that that you have to do whatever you said. Your word is bond. So why are we adding on kechol yotzimipiv to teach you even if it's a partial send, you're still going to be binding. Beautiful. So now 10 lines down from the top of Gimel and Beis at the auspicious time of 6.13 a.m. And we say it like this. Amar Mar. So we know now where the Yodos comes from. Okay. But now we're going to analyze the Bryce a little further. You might recall that one of the limudim that we learned from the Hekesh back and forth from the Brisa was the, was the limudim from the Darn back to uh, Nazirus, where you have these two issues of Baal Yachel and Baal Te'acher, right? Um, where you cannot violate it, you can't violate your word, and you also can't postpone. So says the Gemara. That segment of the Brisa said that just like that would apply to Nadarim, it would apply to Nazirus also. So now the Gemara wants to know, how does that, in fact, apply to Naziris? Says the Gemara, I can understand. I made a neder. I said, I'm not going to drink this, right, Perrier bottle. And then I drink it. That's a violation of my neder. Oh. Mishkach asla. And the Gemara gives an example of bread. Right? The opposite. He, said, I, he says, I'm going to eat it. And then you don't eat it. You swear you're going to eat it, then you don't eat it. Okay. Okay. So you've, that's a violation of your vow. But here's the lambdas that we mentioned before. How do you violate the Nazirus? If you say that you're going to be a Nazir, which means that you're not going to drink wine, and then you go and drink wine, is that a violation of your initial vow of being a Nazir? Not really. Because you're going to have punishment for being a Nazir who drinks wine. Well, guess what? That means that you actually, your Naziris did take, right? Now you're, right, either way, right? You wouldn't have been punished if you weren't a Nazir. So obviously, the thou is not the issue. It's the Naziris now, right? That's what the Gemara is saying. It's beautiful lumdus. How do you un- undermine your original vow by violating your Naziris? Once you said you're a Nazir, immediately became a Nazir. And then once you eat and you violate the Naziris, 
you're not violating your vow, you're violating by Yochal, which is a Nazirus halacha, not a vow halacha. Wow. Or similarly, Shasa, Kamle Bebal Yishta. Right? The Bayachal Bayishta is a Nazirus halacha, not a Nadarim halacha. Amarava, Lavar Labishnaim. So Rava says, yeah, okay. But really, you're violating both. And that's where we see it's so beautiful. The Lumdus, the is going to say that Nazirus is a subset of Nadarim. And when you violate your Nazirus, you're really violating both. You're going to hop both the violation of the, of the violation of the Nazirus and the violation of the original Nether, which really is like a collection of vows that pertain to Nazirus. And in fact, I'm told by Rabbi Arya Lieber, it's a great Dafyomi master, that this is how the Rambam Paskins like Rava, but the base of Levi does not. I ain't shown. Anyway, so five lines up from the wide, we say this, this. That was Yachel. That's how you violate Nazirus. How do you delay Nazirus? And this is going to take us home all the way. Again, this is the statement that Bryson made that Baal Yachel and Baal apply both to Nazirus and to Nadarm. So by Nadarm, you understand, right? I say, I'm making an edit, I'm going to eat this bread right now, and then I delay it. You can't do that. By Nazirus, that doesn't work. We say that as soon as you say it, you, there's no way to delay it, right? In other words, if I say I'm going to do a positive thing, which in itself is a whole issue, can you take on positive things, or is it just for negative things? But leave that aside for a minute. I say I'm going to do a positive thing, and then I delay it. That's called a delay. But if I say I'm going to become a Nazir, that's just a whole list of things that fall upon you right away. There's no way to delay it. What am I, you know, even if I don't drink wine, and my first opportunity to drink is three days later, my Nazirus, my 30 days clock of Nazirus, let's say, started immediately, right? And if I violate it, right, achal, come lay bevali achel, Again, the same lambdas. If I violate it, I'm violating the Nazirus, not the, not the vow. So says the Gemara, So the Gemara says, <coughs> well, the way you postpone Nazirus is you, is you say, I'm going to go to Nazir camp this summer. So when I go to camp, I'll be a Nazir. We're saying it like in the middle of the year, so you're postponing it. That's the Isser. So the Gemara, that's not an Isser. That's not an Isser. You're allowed to become a Nazir, so to speak, whenever you want. So postponing Nazirus is not a violation of Nazirus. It's just a postponement of Nazirus. That's not an obligation to become a Nazir. On the contrary, we don't want you to. This was last cycle's Dafyomi coincidence. It happened in the Parsha of Nazir. Fine. They get that bone, but we, we, we're, we're way more in sync. Anyway, Amar Rava, So there is a way that you could postpone Nazirus. And you say, you know what? It's on my bucket list. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to pass away without having at least experienced Nazirus once. Okay. Well, once you've said that, nobody knows when their time comes. And therefore, that expression of, I, it's on my bucket list, I'm never, I don't have no intention of passing away without becoming a Nazir. Well, that actually takes on, effectuates an immediate Nazirus. Because of the fact that you may be dying in three days, and Nazirus can be 30 days, you have to become a Nazir right away. And so when you act like, oh, it's on my bucket list and you postpone it, that is a true postponement of Naziris. And where do we have a similar precedent for that? In Kiddushin, as follows. Let's say a husband, he never wants his wife to be an almana. He wants her to be a grusha, but obviously he loves her and he wants to stay with her. So he makes the following patent and the idea. He says to his wife, Here's a get. God forbid, not from now. I love you very much. I just, I think I'd rather you be a Grusha than an Almana. 
Maybe he knows that Mr. Cohen next door has his eyes on her, and that's the one guy he doesn't want her to be with. And so he wants her to be a Grusha. Okay, whatever the reason is. <coughs> so, All right. So, Asura Lechel Miyad. The halacha in Kiddushin is, or is it Giddin? Uh, the halacha there is that, and we mentioned it already in Yavamas, that she cannot eat Truma right away, because after all, she doesn't know when he's going to die. Whenever he does die, she is, by definition, divorced from him and no longer under his jurisdiction a few moments before. So any moment she could be eating a sandwich, a Truma sandwich, and then, and then if Harold, her husband, the Cohen, uh, drops dead, right? So then when that happens, so then she will have eaten Truma, right, without permission because she was a Grusha and therefore no longer dis, uh, under dis- jurisdiction. And therefore, she can never eat Truma again once he says that. Oh, so what do we see? We see that you're forbidden to eat Truma immediately. Similarly, you'd be forbidden to drink wine and all of the trappings of Nazirus would be upon you immediately upon saying that I'm going to right, take on the Nazirus. So Alma, we see from this, right? we see that this concept is applicable that if we know that you could die at any moment, so then already the wife can't eat Truma right away. Similarly, like we said, if you know that you could die at any moment and being a Nazir is on your expressed verbalized bucket list, so then you should have to take on the uh, right, all the trappings of an Aziris right away. And if you fail to do so, that is what's called Balta Acher. That is the version of delay that we refer to when it comes to Naziris. As the Gemara finishes off here, by saying that's on your bucket list, you're going to become a Nazir right away. Because we're going to say, you might die right away. Now, let's see. We have four minutes. We'll just explain. And that is, right, Atkan Hakafa Gimel. That is where we're going to finish off. And we pick up tomorrow on Dalad Amad Of course, not tomorrow because tomorrow is Shabbos. Everybody have a good Shabbos. And I am, unfortunately, in New York at the beginning of next week. Um, but be that as it may, the Allah of Naziris is not exactly like the case of this divorce, right? Because in divorce, the woman, right, would not be violating anything. She could take a chance and eat a Truma sandwich. And she would not actually, this is what the Ron explains, she would not actually be in violation of anything. It would only turn out that she violated something if he died while they're sitting in the kitchen table and she's eating that Truma sandwich. But if he doesn't die, then she's actually okay. In our case, it's a little different, right? Because don't forget, in our case, it's not an Isser. It's an Asay, right? So therefore, every moment that he does not take on Naziris is actually a violation of the Daraisa not to fulfill uh, not to fulfill. Just the fact that he might die at any time really makes the actual full onset of Naziris uh, come upon him immediately and therefore the lachas are not exactly the same but parallel enough right, to mention that this idea of Bata Acher does in fact apply potentially to Naziris. We will discuss other ways that it could apply an alternative explanation as Hashem on the top of Dalad Amad Aleph tomorrow.